Welcome to Over It. Before we get started, we have a few words from our sponsors. Hi, everyone. I'm Dan, and the thing that I like the least at a barbecue would have to be coleslaw. Easy. Very easy. It's slimy. Mm. It, it's all the vegetables nobody wants to eat. Mm. <sighs> what redeeming qualities does it have? I really don't know. I feel like mayo. But do you? I'm, do I'm, you? I'm, I, I don't come at me like a coleslaw defender. No, no, no. It's funny because <laughs> there's this amazing chicken finger place called Cane's, Raising Cane's. You've, Very popular in the South. You've, you've brought it up, I think, I, at least once. I think I've brought it up a few times. It's my favorite chicken finger place. And for some reason, when they, they only serve chicken fingers. Like, you can't order anything else. You can have the regular chicken fingers, or you can have the chicken finger sandwich, but it's just chicken fingers in between bread. You know. And so, when you order, like, one of their box combos, mm-hmm. it comes with fingers, fries, toast, and coleslaw. And I'm like, who keeps the? Because you can sub them out. Sure. So you can sub out coleslaw for toast or extra fries. You can't sub it for an extra finger because everybody would do that. But you can at least sub it, sub it out for those other things. And I'm like, who actually eats the coleslaw? You know what? Our listeners should let us know if they're the people that keep the coleslaw. And if you're not, what do you hate? What's the one thing about a barbecue that you don't like? And I want to hear what you have to say about that, Andrew. I actually, I'll go into my barbecue thing, but then I want to keep on canes because I actually have a, I have an actual good question. And in, in a general question. But for me, I'm a very big barbecue guy. Mm-hmm. But my least favorite thing is barbecue chicken unless it's done correctly. Well, uh, so, so this you is, can't do that. You, know, this you is, can't do that, girl. This is a, this is a big thing because. I come from a place where I feel like they cook chicken, not not deep breaded and fried, mm-hmm. but they cook chicken really, really well. And I don't like it when you don't marinate the chicken breast, right? And then you just put it on the grill and you slap some Heinz barbecue sauce. Heinz sponsor mm-hmm. us, but then <laughs> I mean... pretend that that's barbecue chicken. Like real places that do real barbecue chicken, it's just a different process. And I always hate it because they don't. Hold on, they don't I love how you. Fat. I love how you're like. Heinz sponsors, and then you immediately but the Heinz is bull. <laughs> what? Well, I'm not saying. I'm, what? I'm, just say, I'm just saying that like there's so many times that nobody thought to either marinate the chicken. Mm-hmm. They never thought to trim the fat off the skin, right? Or do something to like cook the skin, take it off, and you can also cook that up as like a crispy right, thing right. and put it on top. There's so many better ways to treat a chicken than the way that I have it right it. now. Oh, got it. Oh, yeah. And also, I hate the sad bowl of Ruffles potato chips. Like, I get it. Yeah. But I'm like, okay. But what's your, so what's your favorite thing? Oh, hands down. Like, you look for cheeseburger. hamburger cheeseburger? Yeah, because at a barbecue? At a barbecue. Well, so, so, okay, this is also a lot different because I'm from the Northeast, and when we think barbecue, it's just you're cooking on a grill outside. So, so just grilling. Grilling. And most of the time it's charcoal grill mm-hmm. because, you know, not that propane's inexpensive or or, or mm-hmm. really expensive or whatever, but charcoal is a lot more accessible and they start stocking them really early. And right. Everybody has a charcoal grill. And when you have that cheeseburger on a charcoal grill. No, it's good. Let me tell you. And I actually, I was uh, this past weekend, I was out at the Jersey Shore and we were having a going away 
uh, party with my friend. It got very debaucherous. But, the oh sure. You see Paulie D? We were, we were whacking each other with the inside of a pocket pussy. Oh, at, Lord. Like, two in the morning, blacking out drunk. It was very fun. Mm. Regardless, my friend... And this is, goes back to my chicken thing because I, I didn't think about it until I was like, how are you guys doing the chicken? He goes, oh, we marinate it in jerk sauce all day and then grill the fuck out of it. It was mm. some of the best chicken I've had. Yeah. And they, they just – Wait, the marinate it in what? Jerk sauce. Ah. Ha-ha. <laughs> Don't let that one slide. I mean that's what the jerk sauce does. But it was delicious. <laughs> and the burgers and the hot dogs and the brats, it was all good. And for me, it's like there are so many sides that are so weak in the barbecue game. Right. But you also don't want it to overshadow. You want it to compliment, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm also like not a fan of, like I said, the the sad chip bowl. Because I get it. Chips. It, it's a party thing. But I don't know. There, it, Unless there's some sort of associating dip, you just have. I'd rather have the cornbread than the chips. Oh, my goodness. If I'm going to yeah. have to pick a carb, a cornbread. Or my personal favorite. Baked beans. Oh, love baked beans. If it's it's for me, it's not a barbecue if you don't have baked beans. And apparently, according to Peter, that's like his favorite thing in the world is baked beans. Oh, I didn't know that about Peter. You know, I'm glad we have something coming around this last weekend. Right, yeah. I have three cans of baked beans on my oven over there. You know what? And and before before I get back to my original question, I was going to ask you. Right, and I, I have something <laughs> else to say about this too. <laughs> I actually have a really easy recipe for like mm-hmm. baked beans. You can get like canned baked beans, whatever. Put them in uh, in the oven before you put them like on the grill, like in right. the oven container for I think it's like uh, 30, 40 minutes on four hundred. Right. Put some slabs of bacon in there. Put another thing of barbecue sauce, some brown sugar, right. like some ketchup and salt. Oh my god! You do that and then you put put it to like bake on the mm-hmm. rest of the grill. Oh my god! Do you just put that on everything? It's perfect. I good baked beans are potentially one of my favorite things you can have at a barbecue. I'm, I'm going to have to try that out. Yeah, it's really good. For me, it's funny you brought up the, the Northeast piece because when I think of barbecue, I think of classic ribs, chicken, all that stuff. Sure. When I think of grilling, I think hot dogs and burgers. Yeah. And when I think of an asado, oh. which is a Spanish grill, I think of skirt steak. Because oh, my parents, yeah. my skirt steaks, skirt steaks, sausages, we call them chorizos. Mm. Oh, so good. But the skirt steaks, especially because my mother has an Argentine chimichurri sauce that oh. she makes. And it's it's so good that people ask that as like a gift. Like if she's going to like a party or something like that and she's like, you know, well, what do you want? And they're like, oh, bring that because <laughs> it's so good. She'll get, she'll like give that to my uncle for his birthday. No, but that's. Angie made me a chimichurri sauce once, mm-hmm. and she doesn't even like cilantro, and we put that all over everything. Like, I'm, yeah. I hear you. And no, that, yeah, like, barbecue is, I think, a, a lump term in the northeast right. of just, like, grilling, because we only have, you know, spring and summer. Yeah, yeah. At, at like, four or five months out of the year. So, we uh, also, you know, people in the south say, uh, you know, others can't really barbecue. Yeah, you're right. Like, right. We can't. We, it's You got to get a smoker. Right, or your right. ribs. You really have to prepare them. Um, so I'm with you, but here's my thing. Yes, here's your question. When you're talking, because I've never been to Canes. Oh that's, lord, that's a place I really want to go because I, I, I follow the Instagram. Listen, when we went to Colorado last year yeah. for a conference, and we found out there was the Canes, we drove almost 30 minutes just to eat there, and then huh. 30 minutes back. 
and I had zero regrets. We went twice. <laughs> we went twice because once we went by ourselves, me and Tom, and then we went with Kevin again because we we're going to climb the mountain. And I was like, "Because well, who knows next time we're going to go with Gaines? Next time I go to Las Vegas, or next time there's a conference, you know? If there's one in Canada, I don't care if it's in Nova Scotia or wherever the hell I have we're to going. go. Well, I'm going to go there. But you're going to be in Quebec. Toronto. Yeah, so Quebec, like the. The province, right, right, right. is the other side. I, I would drive there. <laughs> no, I was fully aware of where it was okay, geographically. Just, just making <laughs> that, sure that was the emphasis. Also, if we have Canadian listeners, you can tell us how dumb we are when it comes to Canada's geography. Because I was, get, I was kind of, I know where Toronto is because it was close mm-hmm. where I was growing up, but Nova Scotia, I think it's yeah. Uh, anyways, um, yeah. so when you said that the Canes sandwich is just chicken fingers on bread, yeah. What qualifies a sandwich for you? Does it just have to be between two oh, loaves Lord. of bread, or does it get into like a larger thing, like our hot dog sandwiches, our hamburger sandwiches, our taco sandwiches, our quesadilla sandwiches? Right. Is it like carb with filling, or is it like a sandwich has to actually be designated as this is a sandwich? This but, is a I'm very much that. I'm okay. Very much. I'm not the. I'm not a. I'm not a hot dog as a sandwich person. I, I also agree. I, right. But 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 then, just chicken fingers inside of sand, inside of bread. I'm just like, yeah, you just put shit in a but roll. But they also put like lettuce and tomato. Oh, okay, you made yeah. it seem like it was just chicken fingers. I like, mean, never been essentially, it is like essentially that's all they've done. They yeah. just, you know, it's not a different form of patty. It's not prepared any differently. Okay. They've just Frankensteined it. Sure. You know? I feel like if you if you put some, like, roughage in there to kind of mitigate the carb. No, yeah, yeah, carb, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, very sandwichy. No, absolutely. Yeah, because, I mean, there's, there's I just read a really weird article about, I it was on Twitter, and normally when I go on Twitter, I'm just looking at political updates, but it was a tomato and mayo sandwich. I'm like, this is the best sandwich of all time. And I've had it, and I'm like, yeah, I guess that's a sandwich, because it's just something mitigating two, low, two pieces of bread. But is a grilled cheese a sandwich? Because people call it a grilled cheese sandwich. For me, grilled cheese is no is no sandwich. It is just grilled cheese. That's actually you know you know. Uh, let our listeners tell us if it's a hashtag sandwich or a hashtag no sandwich, and we'll know right. what we're talking about. Yeah, I am gonna call it a sandwich because I also don't make boring grilled cheeses. I also upgraded my game on grilled mm-hmm. cheese. I realized that a lot of people were using instead of butter on the outside to grill it mayo. Oh my god! No, no, you you lost me with the nope. mayo. Mm-mm. Trust me, I know. I, I I like mayo in very specific situations when it's done well or it's done in an aioli. But the way it just fries up, it fries up at a higher temperature, so it cooks fast. It's a little crispier, and you don't have to wait for like the butter to unmelt or sorry, unsolidify for it to be spreadable, mm. and you know, it's kind of a weird thing to have just cheese and then butter also on a bread. You're like, yeah, it's a dairy sandwich. But then with the, the mayo, it just, for some Still reason. Still a dairy sandwich. No, no, mayo doesn't have any dairy in it. It Ma- doesn't? No, mayo is just eggs with an emulsifier. So like vinegar and olive oil or lemon juice mm. and salt and pepper. That's all it is. Yeah. It's also weird. Okay, so I came up with this today. Oh, God. Tell me if I'm wrong. Fight You're me wrong. if I'm wrong. Fight me if I'm wrong. Eggs Benedict is just an open-faced egg McMuffin with egg gravy. Yeah. 
Yeah. Tell me. Exactly. No, yeah. You can't fight me. Egg, like, Bernays sauce is just egg but gravy. But why McMuffin? What's an egg McMuffin? It's egg, cheese, and ham on... No, I don't know. But... It's an open-faced <laughs> egg McMuffin. <laughs> but you act like McDonald's is like the first. <laughs> like, like, Actually, like that's did, the standard. What did come first? Who was making... Were people Literally, making brunch in like the 1800s? They were making Bernays sauce for fucture, but like, were they really making Eggs Benedict in like the 1800s? Do we know this? McDonald's was not open in the 1800s. Well, I'm talking about Eggs Benedict. I know, but I was, you can't you can't <laughs> think that McDonald's is the, the, the pioneer of like egg sandwiches. That's not the thing. No, no, I'm not saying they are. I'm just saying that Eggs Benedict is just an open faced egg McMuffin. I guess, but I just feel like I know it's it hurt. It's the using McDonald's as your point of reference hurts the argument a little bit. But the egg gravy eye. part. No, yeah, I completely agree. I'm not saying it's a terrible argument i'm just saying it hurts the argument so it we, makes me want to believe it less <laughs> because you chose mcdonald's is what i'm saying but anyway this was a tangent we were not expecting to go on but i'm happy it's here andrew had plenty of things to talk about and i've had a pretty good life these past few weeks you know knock on wood Let's keep that going. I know. I mean, but Andrew's got a lot to say, so I'm going to kick it off. What are you over, Andrew? You know, I mean, you you know me. If you've listened to this podcast more than one episode, I normally talk too much. So, I am also glad that I was able to mitigate a lot of feelings I had about this week because this is my first time um, that I've gone to like conferences for work. Mm-hmm before and i had three in a row mm. and it's a lot and yeah. it's, it's not like a three-day thing where it's like the same thing over and over and it's mm-hmm. like first day was a meet and greet with just a separate thing the second day was a summit and mm. then today was a very important great meeting but it was just like sitting in an uncomfortable chair for too long and when i finally started getting to like talk to people i was like shit i gotta go and also like they closed the bar i'm like uh, yeah. You can't take booze away from people in the music industry. That's like not a good, that's not right. something. But I will say this also is going to feed into uh, this whole month's thing because uh, Dan and I are both Gemini's. Mm-hmm. We're both, we're, we're five days apart. Dan is celebrating his birthday uh, this Saturday. I'm mm-hmm. celebrating my birthday uh, next Thursday. I mean, I'm not going to give right. the exact dates, but still, it's very soon, very close. Right. I am super over people throwing so much shit at Gemini's mm. with horoscope stuff. Right. My thing is get a fucking personality. Mm. And if your personality doesn't go along with your horoscope, good for you. And if it does, doesn't fucking matter. No. Like there is a lot of celestial energy in this world, but don't let what day you were born define who the fuck you are. Mm-hmm. I hate that. I hate how every month it's like, oh, it's Virgo season. Oh, it's Scorpio season. Oh, it's Leo season. It's like, find a better job. Find I, a better thing to do. I made a bad decision. Must because Mercury's in retrograde. Oh my god, I'm such a bitch because it's like, you know, Venus is circling around Pluto and I'm also like, a Leo plus a Sagittarius. No, Susan, you're just selfish. It's like, and I also hate it when you say something that might not jive with someone and they're like, what's your astrological sign? Because we're kind of conditioned to understand when our birthday is versus astrological signs. Cause that's kind of ingrained into the Western culture thing. Be like, it's cause you're this. I'm like, 
no, I just I've thought this way forever. Right. And I also my birthday shares a a cusp with cancer, so there's a lot of times people are like, well, you're not a real Gemini. I'm like, oh, I, but you know, my birthday is this. They're like, oh, because you're a Cancer. I'm like, Susan, just do something better with yourself. Like, I don't know, just just because Ariana Grande hasn't released a single little bit doesn't mean that you have to start bitching about people's astrological signs and tell me that everything I'm saying is wrong and invalidating my thing or you know, I, that bugs me a lot, especially because I grew up also, my sister and my mom are both Geminis. We, we all share the same birthday month. So I always thought Geminis were great because it was like, oh yeah, it's my family's pretty much all has the same birthdays. And even like my sister was like a real champion of like the Gemini, I guess the Gemini rights movement. No, that's not a real thing, but still she was like, yeah, Gemini's. It can be a thing. Well, it apparently is a thing now because it was only like, as I'm nearing 30 that people are talking shit about Gemini's about being two faced. I'm like, Susan, you're a two face and you're a whatever. Like, that's like, you're just trying to explain away why you don't like us today. Mm-hmm. And I don't agree with that. My birthday is my entire personality. Like if anything up until yesterday, I wasn't going to do shit on my birthday, mm-hmm. but I decided after multiple people asked what I'm going to do. And I was like, Oh, I also don't think that Angie would have let you not do anything. Well, she's doing something with me the day before, but I mean like a formal, celebration it's i this is we both we we both have never thrown each other a surprise party because Mm -hmm. a her birthday is at the time of year where everyone's out of town because it's right around new year's right so it's really hard to get people to go and also my birthday is at the later part of june right so people are also out of town and vacation are never here. Yeah. So it's like, I've never wanted to do anything, but almost like, Oh, I'm also turning 30. So I right. should do something mm-hmm. because it's the, it's a milestone and enough people brought it up that I was like, I don't like my birthday. I really never did because of those points of that. Everyone's out of town. Right. It's a, having a June birthday is very forgettable. Mm-hmm. So I, but I, but I'm still doing like a happy hour thing. So it's like, I'm, I'm still going to get to do it. And, mm-hmm. and like I said, uh, you know, Dan and I unfortunately can't spend either of our birthdays mm-hmm. with each other, which is like super upsetting. Cause I'm going to yeah. be at a wedding th- uh, this weekend during Dan's birthday and Dan's going to be in a conference at a conference during my birthday. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's all just a shit show. Yeah. How do you feel about having a June birthday? Now it's whatever. When I was growing up and all those little bitches were coming into school, like, it's my birthday. Who brought me my munchkins? Or it's my birthday. Everybody has to give me a card or that bullshit. Especially being in Catholic school where people got meanie henny. Absolutely not. I always got screwed over. And now the public schools and private schools, the school system goes until what? I think right now the last day of school for New York public schools and New Jersey public schools is like June 26th. Oh, good for them. I was like, what the fuck? What about me? I know. But are you also a, a me person on your birthday? What do you mean? Because I also, we've known each other, this is going on two and a half years. Mm-hmm. 
And I, unfortunately, the past two and a half years, I haven't been able to spend your birthday with you because I have a gig or I'm doing something. Yeah. Um, because that's just the way Judy is like, are when it comes to like your birthday week, your birthday day, you're like, this is me. This is my day. This is, you know, my thing. I'm not that dramatic. Okay. But yes. No. But, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, there's certain things like for my birthday, I expect my partner to spend it with me. Sure. Are you, I don't you, think it's you, that. Do you take it off? No. Ah. I've taken it off. When, like last year, I took it off because I came to work and then my boss told me to leave. So I took it off. But I had no intention of actually taking. I've never taken or skipped anything just because it was my birthday. Same. That's that's because it's foolish. It's yeah. like yes, I can celebrate it after. I can celebrate it on the weekend, all that stuff. But come on. I mean, there's there was a time I had to play a wedding in fucking Montauk while I was mm-hmm. downpouring on my birthday, and I the With wedding Mimi. company gave me cookies. I was like, yeah. Right. And I've I'm because my birthday's in the summer. I'm so used to working on my birthday. Right. And then this year, I was going to take it off and go to Coney Island because I've still never been. But I got called for a gig the week before on the same mm-hmm. Thursday. And I'm like, ah, I'll just go to work. I prefer going to work. I mm-hmm. I like my job. I like what I'm doing now yeah. as you know, opposed to episode 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 mm-hmm. of this podcast. I've started to really enjoy my shit. I'd rather just bake a cake and go into work and people yeah. give a half-hearted half happy birthday and just and just generally be there because I get it. If you're gonna if you're gonna make it a week and a month and a whole thing, fine. My mom right. does that, and my mom deserves that because you know she's led a great life. She's in her mid sixties. She's mm-hmm. killed it. If my sister wants to do that, she can also do that. I don't I don't think she does because she's she's not like that. But it's like I'm right. like yeah, it's, it's my fucking birthday. It's, yeah. yeah maybe maybe if it was on a weekend and I didn't have a gig, I would do something. And but my birthday hasn't been on a weekend in five years, so right. I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. I think the only time I would ever cancel is if somebody had planned something for me. Sure, you know. So I think, you know, Tom has not told me what it is, but he says, you know, June twenty eighth, we have something planned. Great. So yeah. I know to June twenty eighth not to plan anything that day. Whatever. Yeah. Not a big deal. Yeah. Just yeah. Just just like the day before my birthday. Oh, you know what I'm offering. Mm. I went to the Passpoint Agency this morning. Oh, I went, there, I went there early. I went there early, yes. And I, so I was at a point a few weeks ago where I'm like, you can only go into the Passport Center with, sure. if you can get an appointment. You can only get an appointment if you are only a certain amount of time away from the actual flight. Okay. So... For example, if I wanted my appointment, it would have to be under two weeks that I had to fly. Okay. Otherwise, I'd have to send the passport in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then wait for it to come back. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, so how long do I need to wait? It says like four to six, six to eight weeks for the normal process. Yeah. Send it in. It happens. They send it back, whatever. Expedited is two to four weeks still not within the time frame costs sixty dollars yeah and you start to mail it take come back for it whatever if you wait until eight days before 
it's still $60, but you can get it the next day. Okay. Yeah. And so I'm like, why am I going to take a fucking chance and send it in the mail, potentially not getting here on time, when I can just wait until like the week before, go up with an appointment, and then be done with it? And you got an appointment. And I had made an appointment, and yeah. I did it today. Yeah. But here's the thing. So we go to the we go to the building because I make Tom go with me, and it wasn't just like a normal post office where you can get no. Them. It's the passport agency. It's the passport agency, right? Where uh, where is that located in New York? Here it's in Chelsea, like right over by Houston Street, so right like at the end of Chelsea. Oh, right, 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 right where nobody in Chelsea goes. Right, and it's, it's a nice area, but it's just there's nothing there. Right, just just the passport agency. All right, and Harrietta Hudson's is over there. What is that? It's a queer bar but for, it's mainly for like lesbians ah and it's really for me it's really important because there are so many gay bars and so few lesbian trans ah. anything other but you know the, you have the gay bars but it doesn't mean that everybody in yes, the queer community musical. feels welcome yep. there or also right. happy pride month i know it is oh, pride. See, this is why i've loved having a june birthday because it's fucking pride month and it's just the best month ever as a straight white male i appreciate your allyship it's it's because it's like the the best community i've ever had is in the lgbtq community like the straight community is a bunch of really sad people that don't know how to but you have a parade now in boston it's disgusting and it's so funny when people made fun of like their sponsorships quote-unquote like who are the sponsors everyone like jokes like oh axe and wonder bread and hellman's mayonnaise oh like, yeah, yeah and they all were like no yeah not us. like they came out and were like nope we would never do that we support our lgbt community yeah nobody and also the guy that the guy that supports it or one of the guys that started is a closeted gay guy or no he's a out and proud gay guy or he's an out and proud like hating gay guys if you were, if you just understood what you could actually bring to a real community, right. if you weren't just a jaded, sad person. Mm-hmm. But happy Pride, and I'm really glad that you gave our listeners that wouldn't know a new place to go hang. Yeah, out. because I please visit. Yeah, Henrietta's. I have no idea. And I mean, I wouldn't go, but only because I, you know, that's a that's right, a space right, that, right. I, that I I shouldn't have to go because my spaces are most all places. So right, it's like you know, I I get that. Yeah. No, yeah. But anyway, we get up there, and it's one of those things where they have the body scanners, like the metal detectors. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have to like empty out all your pockets and everything. And Tom and I brought coffee in thermoses because I had to go right to work after that. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, you need to dump that out." And I was like, <laughs> Bitch. "I'm getting a fucking passport, like." Where are we right now? And they're like, oh, this is a government building. So we did it. Whatever. We get in and there's this huge line. Of course. And I'm like, we have to wait in this line. They're like, do you have an appointment? And I was like, yes. And they're like, oh, no, you can just go straight upstairs. And I was like, awesome. So we get upstairs and there's another huge line. I was like, ugh. We got trolled. And so we're waiting in this line. We're sitting there, whatever. My mind you, I got there at ten thirty. My appointments at, or so I got there at ten. My appointments at ten thirty. Yeah. We don't get even get into the counter until ten fifty. Oh, of course. And 
literally I go up, I have all my documents ready. I hand my documents to the person. I pay my fee, which is $180 for a little book that I only need once every 10 years. But I pay the $180. And they're like, okay, you can come pick it up tomorrow or any day before you fly out. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, this took almost an hour. What was everybody else doing? I was literally I was literally at that window for maybe two, three minutes. So I'm like, what kind of foolishness are people bringing up to these people, you know, to the to the attendees that's taking so long? And then right next to us, this kid is like, oh, I want to renew my passport. And she's like, well, did you have an appointment? And he's like, no. And so she's like, well, then you can't renew your passport. And he's like, why not? I'm here. And she's like, <laughs> yeah, but you don't have an appointment. This is only for people with appointments. And so I could only imagine, the, and, you know, Tom brought this up before, that kid probably had to go back downstairs, yep, and wait, that wait in that line, and then come back upstairs to wait in the other line. Yeah. Which is shitty for him, but it's also shitty for everybody behind him that had to wait. Yeah. While he had his, you know, he was still talking to them when we left, and he got up to the window the same time we did, and so that that fool was just wasting everybody's time. And I'm over that. Like, how can you come? How can you go? So, what kind of privilege do you need to have to just think that you can show up not yes. prepared at all, yes. and then people will do what you ask them yeah, to? Yeah, that's that is that is a because I understand if like you don't have the resources to understand what you have to bring to a place, right? But people that just think that is okay to just walk up to a government building and then do that, totally not okay. Also, we're about to run out in a hot second. So oh. I can I can edit this out, no problem. Sponsor segment. Let's sponsor segment right there. Right there. Poop -a -poop. Oh, we're recording. Yeah, I know it's about. <laughs> um so I also am so I'm really lucky as like a New York state resident my entire life uh, because I, this past weekend I lost my ID mm -hmm. like a dick bag. I don't even know where I lost it. That's a dick bag. I haven't lost my license since 2015. And that was like in the back of a cab and I literally didn't know where it went. And all I had to do literally, because I already had like mm -hmm. changed my ID at like the dmv.org dot, and why or whatever right i literally just paid 18 bucks and they're gonna be my new one with like mm -hmm. my new address and everything and but when i went to go renew my license when i turned 29 i made sure to look up exactly what i had to do because mm -hmm. the, the resources are there right but even when i went i didn't have an appointment because i wasn't even going to do the real id stuff i was just going to do a straight id because i don't care i will always renew my passport over renewing uh like a, a an id that like a new york state id to have like the real thing i'd rather just bring my passport when i'm traveling anywhere i don't care about the whole real id thing like when it comes to uh, uh, traveling domestically okay i it's two government things that do the same function i agree just like they so when you're applying for the passport, you have the option of getting a passport card, a passport book, or both. I'd get the book because I like the stamps. Well, yeah, the stamps, whatever. The stamps are fun. But the card only works when you're traveling by land or by sea. 
to Canada and Mexico. And I'm like, really? By land or by sea? Come on, Paul Revere. Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> you couldn't just make... Because I would have rather... Like, I would rather... I'm just go. I'm literally, in the next two months, just going to Mexico and Canada. Yeah. I would rather bring my card, the passport card, and then go up and then go down. You know what I mean? Like, wh- why do I need to bring the whole book just to go to two places that you've already said that I could take a card to? I'm just choosing to take a faster method of transportation. I just, I like the booklet because um, I feel like also that the picture on my old license doesn't look like it me anymore. I literally have gotten stopped. Actually, the last time I traveled by two TSA agents, like, we don't believe this is you. Because I just look so different. Because mm-hmm. I also don't have, like, the beard. And also, my beard has, has gone out of control at this current point. So I look a lot different. But at least, like, the passport is just a universal thing. I'd rather have one document that gets me everywhere. Right. Like, especially when they, get, you know, they're changing the whole thing in the U.S. That you have to bring a passport or get a real ID to travel within the United States. I'd rather just bring a passport. A passport is it get it's a it's your gateway to everywhere. And also, like I was lucky enough that I got my first passport when I was young enough mm-hmm. that it was an I think it was like a six or eight year uh, it expired. So then I renewed it when I was nineteen. So then I was like, or nineteen or no no sorry I was uh, I was twenty one. Mm-hmm. So I have to renew it for another two years. I was like, why am I gonna pay money for a real real ID now when I'm just gonna pay money in a few years? for this booklet that can get me across the U.S. when they change the rules. It's like, also, that I'm over that. Why would the fuck are you changing the rules? If you have a state ID, you should be able to travel anywhere. I don't under... You're in the United States. I, like, I don't... You shouldn't have... The whole part of Hawaii being a state is that you... No, it's not true. It's totally horrible. It's like colonialism and it's a sugarcane war it's awful what we did to hawaii where are we going right now <laughs> but like the fact that i can just go to hawaii or like the virgin islands or puerto rico with just a new york state id like a standard one like why are you taking it away from us like why why is that a now a thing that you have to have a like because when i when i was really starting to tour a lot a few years ago a new york state id got you in anywhere but if you were from like oklahoma you couldn't go to another state uh, via plane you had to have like a real id or like a different Mm. state i'm like why this is the united states this is still supposed to be a kind of an okay place that you trust people from boston not to fuck up some shit in nevada or like you expect people from idaho if they're flying to florida they're not fucking shit up why do we have to now have passports and this new system i I, time over that I can I can understand it though. Like I was talking to one of the people that I work with, and I was saying, y'all probably don't remember the times where people would meet you at airplane gates. Oh, like oh they yeah, could walk right up there. Oh yeah, I rem- I remember that. Right, yeah. but the kids these days, and when I say kids, I mean like seventeen, eighteen years old, because yeah. there's a lot of the folks that that work at my company they don't remember that they hear stories or maybe they'll see like an old movie or something like that but things have changed a lot in the past few years yeah and i'm not surprised that things are getting more and more restricted as we get more global and things feel the world feels a lot smaller sure 
the danger feels a lot higher. Yeah, but this is also like I, I there's I even remember when you could smoke on planes. Like I still remember there was a smoking section in the back of the planes. Yeah. And I was like 10 years old at that time. I still remember that. It's like, Mm. I just wish that, I don't know. There's so much that I wish there, uh, there's so much. I wish the systems that are already in place could be improved to the point where they don't have to do this. Like, especially when it comes to something like, TSA pre. TSA pre wasn't a thing back in the day. Right. The whole clear organization, that wasn't a thing back in the day. Right. That's all Which I've been in the past. I love oh, yeah. TSA pre check. Oh. I love global entry. Those things are Lord, amazing. I have a story about TSA pre, but I'm going to save it. And I wish that corporations, specifically airlines, would focus on improving the customer experience rather than focus on increasing their bottom line. Uh, granted, that's what they're there for oh, in yeah. terms of they they will never put the bottom line over <laughs> United. <laughs> literally, because I, if I if I have to fly, I'm going to fly JetBlue. I'm going to fly Delta. Yep, same. Those are the two that have been yep. uh, the two U.S. ones, yep. right? Because you look at all of these different rankings of the airlines in other countries, yeah. much better scores. I think our highest on like a score, like the list of like two top 200 airlines, our top one was like Southwest at 107 or something like that. I will fight the person that made that ranking because I despise Southwest just about as much as United. And But I think it's because of the, they do better in terms of quality service. If they could, if it, uh, no, this is that. It's problematic because it's, I feel like the quality of customer is not up to the quality of customer service. And like, I've always, it's always felt very awful. And I've been detained by U.S. Marshals on oh. flight because of the shitty customers that are on Southwest. And I was just in the back because they were all garbage people. Well, it's not their fault that the other customers are shitty. No, but they make cheap flights, so yeah. Oh, see, this. No, that's getting to my point is that they are making cheap flights, yeah, and it is impacting people and their experience, and it's one of those things where it's not. But here's the thing: the, the when they're speaking to you as a person, yeah, the quality's there, yeah. When they're creating their aircrafts, they're not thinking about the customer. They're thinking about the, the budget. Line. Yeah. And if they would think more about the customer, we would have a better flying experience, even if that made. Yeah, and you know, I mean, I also will personally say that that the uh, the two airlines I've always had the best time on, and. I know Peter will disagree with me about Alaskan, but Alaskan Air always had an incredible time. Mm-hmm. And I've used them many times and JetBlue, like especially the I'll pay extra to go on JetBlue. Always. I will. Always. Especially if it's the LA to New York. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't care I don't care what the money is. I'd rather do yeah. I'd rather do JetBlue because my flight to Mexico, I couldn't get JetBlue to fly to Canada. I had to do Air Canada, which I've heard. No, Air Canada things. actually Air Canada's pretty good. I've had yeah. to do that to, to uh um, to Niagara Falls is not bad. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, yeah. But on our flight from here to Mexico, we're doing JetBlue yeah. round trip. No, that's, I mean, the extra legroom 
way different. And and when I w- when I did my uh, ten days in the Pacific Northwest, I got right. to take uh, United out of Newark, uh, Alaskan from Portland to Seattle, from Seattle to L.A. Delta, and then L.A. to home JetBlue. And are we surprised that JetBlue just the le- the legroom alone? And I got right. shit sleep, and there was a dude in the middle seat, man spreading the entire time, and he was the only person that got up in the middle of the night to go pee. I will still forever hate that guy because I got like shit sleep. But you know what? Having the legroom, having the movie selection, and having the snacks, and they came around multiple times with water because they knew we'd be thirsty. Got to go with JetBlue, like yeah. you can sponsor us. And I will even trek that fucking terminal trip in JFK because I prefer JetBlue over everybody else. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely love JetBlue. Not sponsored by them, would love to be. Great company. Yeah, and actually, Tom's the one that got me onto them because before that, I was Delta only, and I'm still, you know, if I have to take a commercial flight, I'm Delta's fine. Love Delta as well, um, which is funny because Delta has like all my favorite colors red white and then sometimes black uh and then tom loves jet blue because they're blue and those are his favorite colors so so it's a color based it is just like world of warcraft blue is the alliance red is the horde <laughs> but i always pick the blue i always go with jet blue and uh and the alliance but anyway another topic for another time we're coming up on our time speaking yeah. of which you can follow us on Instagram at uh, we're underscore over underscore it. You can also find us on Twitter through linked through the Instagram. And our Patreon is at patreon.com slash over it. You can email us at we're over it at yahoo.com. Yep. And if uh, you don't want to do a monthly recurring thing, uh, you can always do ko fi slash over it with Dan Drew. Uh, that is, you know, over it with D A N D R E W, and that's like a one-time thing. Uh, you can just give us like a buck here or there, just to you know upgrade our shit, give us more content, tell us what you like, tell us what you hate, hashtag us, the whole bit. And if you just want to donate or provide a subscription here to anchor we've just started that oh yeah we've switched sites because i told people about this back in the day and then they're like we can't find you i'm like well we had to switch our shit up right because we like anchor as a site it's um it's a more cohesive uh platform great (laughs) you heard it it first here right it's uh, we can clean this part up a little bit it's kind of a mess today (laughs) this is our first time back in a while so you know it's also you know because it's our birthday season we're both busy so this will be our last time for a hot second so uh we still love you all for Mm -hmm. paying attention to us and it's always good to see you dan thank you for having me as always. always a pleasure andrew i'm dan i'm andrew and we're over it